Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone. It's a beautiful morning here in Dripping Springs, Texas. It's Farmer's Market Day on Wednesday, one of our favorite days. And uh, uh, Adam Bergstrom is in the green room, and he's not green. So uh, it's not easy being green either. So he's going to join us in a moment. If you would like to be on the show, they have two ways to do it. Telephone that nobody uses anymore, but if you'd like to talk to Adam, B. Bergstrom, 888-663-6386, 888-663-6386. The email, patrick at one radio network.com. Uh, after Adam uh, uh, and I do our thing together, I'm going to come on by my lonesome, and I got some special things I want to talk to you about one-on-one. So stick around. We have a good morning uh, uh, entertainment for you and fun and information. And then we always take Thursdays off and we'll be back on Friday. And um, that's about it. That's all the business I have. And uh, so let's just see what Adam's up to and see what kind of trouble he's been getting into. Mr. Bergstrom, a very pleasant good morning to you, sir. You're looking great. Look at that little, what is this little chinny chin chin thing you got going on there, dude? (laughs) Yep. <laughs> every now and then, growing it's, it out. Yeah, every now and then it's fun to just have stuff growing your face, isn't it? Yeah. Especially when it's cold during the winter. Yeah, we've had a cold winter and a rainy one too. <laughs> oh, you guys have really. Did, did has there any um, mentioned? Did anybody measure like how much rain you got there in Montecito? Have you any idea how many inches fell? I do because we put tote boxes out in case it was going to flood, and the tote boxes filled up to fourteen inches. Whoa! In in fifteen hours. Fourteen inches. Yeah. So the town got flooded out. I mean, yeah, uh, no one was killed this time, but houses in Santa Barbara were full of mud, yards, everything. Terrible flooding damage. It's costing millions to do the cleanup. The debris basin they built worked, but it's cost uh, close to $2 million to empty the debris basin alone. The damage from waves coming in at uh, 27 feet high uh, closed the harbor, uh, damage all along the coast, and Ellen was upset. Yeah, I her saw, dry creek was yeah, flooded. I saw a video of her on YouTube. They got these little quick videos. You know, if you go on YouTube, sometimes I look at some of them, they're fun. And she was just all all upset, you know, that Mother Nature just wasn't behaving. <laughs> God love her. I know. And we, we've got to do something, we but she do, doesn't. You yeah, know, we, we got to do so. Well, see, she's a socialist. They always think they're going to fix things, you know. So can I tell you? <laughs> She's got, she's, uh, as a socialist, she has made the biggest uh, purchase in the county, $70 million for one of her homes that she has on Loon Point, right against the ocean. Now, I thought the ocean was rising here. Why are they buying right on the ocean? If you have enough money, it will not rise on your place. That's right. That's how you can hold it back. Like that king, uh, legend. who was that uh, Swedish king who claimed he could hold back the tide? He put his throne there and he drowned. Yeah, he drowned. Oops, what happened to the king? Uh, um, (laughs) Well, well, what what was the official word? I'm curious, you know, how these people make up stuff. What was the official word from the weather people why this happened? Oh, it's climate change. Oh, of climate, course. of course. <laughs> what a, 
It's a rain bomb, and it was caused by climate change. Oh, my God. How did they make that argument? Yeah, what they don't tell you is that about 150 years ago, uh, where the university is here, there was a harbor. But it rained so hard, it filled the harbor. So that was even more than this. So this is nothing new. We habitually have these type of rain bombs and atmospheric rivers. It's it's really nothing new. But they make it like it is. Every little change in weather, if it's hot, it's global warming. If it's not, it's climate change. So they just change their their words. You know, what I think is is quite uh, you know interesting, Adam Bergstrom is that these people, whoever they are, bubble, they're not letting go of this, are they? They're, I mean, but you know, I, I don't know, there's so much of it out there in the blogs and, and the, even the Twitter now because it's, uh, they can say whatever you want. And um, I don't think most people are even buying it. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, what's your take? Do you, do you think that, if you had to guess how many people are buying into the whole Green New Deal, climate change. Could you put a number on it, just intuition? It would be hard to, but too many people actually believe it because they they watch NBC and they watch all the legacy media. Despite all the stuff on social media, people get their information still from television. They do. But they they watch television on social media. What's the difference? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the, the nightly news in all cities is still six o'clock and 10 o'clock is still one of the main um, drivers of where people get the news, right? Uh, Most, you know, Americans, and as you know, and and you've seen the videos, these are all totally controlled by UPI and AP, and, you know, they read the same thing. You've seen the videos, right, where they have like 50 different stations around the country, and they say the exact same words. Wow. Yep. And even on social media, I'm the only one that seems to know about Michael Milken. Who else ever talks about Michael Milken? Well, that's because and, you're a researcher, dude. Yeah. All of his all of his lectures, you know, the the lectures that are out now with Fauci talking about how to incrementally we've got to introduce MR, mRNA vaccines at the Milken Institute, but no one blames him that he is behind it. And by the way, when he was a... Uh, when he was living in Encino, California, he had a neighbor who became, and this neighbor became his uh, student because he was the guru. His name is Larry Fink. Does that oh, sound familiar? You can, he's the head dude at the biggest corporation in the world that's all tied in with the Federal Reserve, uh, BlackRock, right? BlackRock. Yes, and he worked for Michael Milken. I tell you, no one, no one grasps Michael Milken. So again, so Milken is, uh, what's his story? He's behind it. He he developed the mRNA vaccine oh, that's right. under yeah. the guise of cancer. Yeah. He, he and he's promoting it and distributed it. He was the main distributor of it. And you can go back and find it on YouTube, but nobody looks at it. If you look at those YouTube videos, it has like several hundred hits or whatever. They He just got a cloak of invisibility. So uh, I wonder, does David Martin must be on the Milken, isn't he? No? Have you heard him mention uh, Milken? No, no, no one's mentioned him. He's totally invisible. I'm the only one. Now, I've also been mentioning that Davos is really in Harvard. 
And finally, that is coming out that yeah. the World Economic Forum was started by none other than Henry Kissinger. Oh, Henry. Oh, Hank's still hanging on. He's 112. You know, he's just. <laughs> That's right. He, he started it. He adopted his guru. His, uh, uh, Klaus Schwab's guru was Henry Kissinger, who introduced him to Herman Kahn of the Hudson Institute and John Kenneth Galbraith. And they plotted to start the uh, World Economic Forum basically to claim they were using, uh, they were interested in Europe's interests, but the interest was really in the United States or at Harvard. Yeah, Harvard to, is Davos. To take them all, to take this country over, right? Yeah, oh yeah, to take the world over. It's, yeah, a, it's world. a world plot. They, yeah. Now, Herman Kahn was so upset he was uh, one of the founders of the World Economic Forum. But when they brought in the Club of Rome, he said, you guys are crazy. So even Herman Kahn of the Hudson Institute backed out at that point, thinking they were all nuts because they wanted to basically reduce the population of the world to 500 million or a billion. And it appears that the, the uh, WEF is then on the side of NATO uh, and actually with the United States and on this level because they're all into taking over Russia, right? They want to get rid of Putin. They definitely want to get rid of Putin, right? Yeah, Harvard's been, that's been the plan since the 40s. Yeah, so that's the neocons that the up in Washington, right? That they yep. they just love war. And uh, uh, Yeah, Martin, Harvard. If you look at Harvard, oh, anyone looks at the Harvard Kennedy School and look at the cast of characters, hmm. All of the government people come out of Harvard. That's the center. What do you call it? That's where the spider is for the whole web. Yeah. That's where the spider hangs out. I prefer to call it uh, yeah, Harvard is the brain. The left bicep is Davos and excuse, excuse, is Washington. And the right bicep is Davos. Mm. Of course, that's where uh, Zuck uh, went to school and the Winkle, the Winkle losses thing. The, the Klaus Schwab too, and his daughter, and Pierre Trudeau. You'll find them all at the Harvard Kennedy School specifically. That's the one where the main thing. They have the Harvard Law School, all the other things. Harvard has so much money that if you cut off all the funds, they have enough money for students to come in for free till 2045. Uh, no, no, 2145, I believe. It's way long. Here's an email. Patrick, that David did a very interesting video about Harvard. Harvard is so is richer than most countries. Harvard by itself. Yeah, boy, they have the endowments like crazy. Yeah. yeah. No tax. They don't get taxed on their football games where they collect money. They don't get taxed on investments. They don't get taxed on anything. It's mm -hmm. basically the uh, the center of the universe for the so-called masters of the universe, as they think they are. <laughs> Harvard. You know, John Kerry thinks they were, they were, uh, what do you call it, extraterrestrials actually are behind them being there to save the planet. Did you see that speech? No. Kerry thinks that the ETs put he and these people on Earth to save it, right? He, he says it looks like it oh. now. So there's a lot of parodies on him. Beam me up, John Kerry, you know. <laughs> Kerry, man, he's just, he's a piece of work. I wonder if the if these people are, um, <clears throat> you know, they could all be body doubles too in this 
because they say the same thing, couldn't they? I mean, they it could just be, you know, they could have killed Kerry off long ago and just, he's like, <laughs> you know, he's like uh, McCartney. You know, did you see that thing where there were, what was it, one of the Beatles said that McCartney, yeah, died long ago? He, he died long ago, and this hmm. guy out there claiming he's McCartney is just a double. Hmm. What a trick. Never know. Elvis might be alive, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think he is. I think, I think his Elvis is alive. Oh, it would man. be nice. One of my favorites <laughs> back in the day. Oh, man. he was. Um, so this is, this just came in, uh, Roberta, for you and me, Patrick and Adam. So what? what? Oh, future, positive or downward, this year what will happen? Well, if Adam and I knew what were going to happen... We would just <laughs> we would just be billionaires because we would just tell everybody and they would say oh these guys, uh, boy this one it's gonna be a fun year I mean uh, you know these things are coming to a head you know a lot of uh, a lot of things are coming up you know with the COVID <laughs> excuse me and and other things <clears throat> and the you know and and then the financial world I mean all bets are off here so who knows right I don't know. Yeah, there's a silver lining, and I oh, think I there's think so. always hope that, that things could happen. And there are people waking up who weren't. Uh, Scott Adams, look at the creator of Dilbert. Now he's admitted that the people who took the vaccines were wrong, and the people who avoided it were, a were absolutely right. No wiggle room. He said, I was wrong. I got vaccinated twice. But he said they promised after two vaccinations that that was the end. He took them at their word. I'm not getting any booster shots oh. because because they said it would work. But now he said he was even wrong taking it and that he's in danger. And anybody who took a vaccination, they do not know what the outcome is going to be. They have mutated their genes. He's admitted it. On, it's all yeah. over the Internet. And now. the evidence is there. You know, Martin's got it and other people that this was a bioweapon that's in, injected. Uh uh, they they've got the goods and Fauci and uh, so maybe these people you know will get get brought down and um, yeah even Elon Musk has said yeah. that he thought he was going to die yes yeah. I did he's out there publicly saying after the second shot he thought he was going to die so I mean the cat's out of the bag on this thing you know I mean I I don't know how it will ever go back you could you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube can you I mean really you know, just keeps leaking out. Hmm. And, and even while this is going on, the head of Pfizer is out there. They now I have I a COVID vaccine that can work on a fetus. Did okay. you see that? No, 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 no. <laughs> on a fetus. Yeah, he's... By the way... The, the Pfizer dude, I saw a video of the Pfizer dude. Actually, we put it on Faceplant. He's in Davos saying that, you know, this virus is not going to go away. And so we, we have to do a yearly COVID shot, just like the flu shot. I mean, uh, I don't know. You, I, you know, you just can't even, what are you going to say about that? <laughs> that they're lying. <laughs> yeah. And there really needs to be a Nuremberg 2.0. Right, just bring these guys I up. mean, this, these people cannot get away with this. They need to go to prison. Yeah. You know, I, I, and I mean about, Five hundred thousand people need to go to prison. Yeah, there's a lot. This of is violence. this is uh, this is genocide. I mean, by any other name, it was genocide. 
and, and you guys out in California, they're putting doctors in jail or taking their, um, their license away for even questioning this thing. You know, Mussolini is crazy. I mean, he's really Looney Tunes. And now, uh, did you see the speech? He's walking with armed guards. He's got four of them behind oh, him and probably other ones. Nope. And do you hear what he said? No. That the, uh, the Second Amendment was a suicide pact. I don't, I don't understand what he means by that. In other words, it was wrong. He wants to repe repeal the Second Amendment. Oh, good for him. We of don't course. Have... Oh, of course. And meanwhile, these armed guards are walking behind him protecting him. So <laughs> so he doesn't even know. He doesn't realize that people see these really. There's one woman now because you got to have a woman as a security guard, too. And three really brutish-looking guys behind him. One guy with big biceps. And they're all they're all reaching, you know, like they're going to going to grab their gun anytime. And he's talking about how we can't have this, we can't have guns. Uh, and, so. uh, and all these loony loony tune lefties, uh, you know, have bodyguards with Uzis, you know, and they they, they think we we got to get rid of the guns. <laughs> but meanwhile, they're doing videos in school now, and pay you have to pay a lot to sell these to schools of how to teach kids to use vegetables for sex. What? No, come on. No, they're not. What? Swear, swear to God. Swear to God. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> and what, and what, what schools? They're teaching kids how the to use... The public like, schools. The public schools. Like cucumbers schools. and stuff like that? That's right. That's right. That's right. Jeez, man. How did we even get here? I mean, I'm holy cow. Is you it? know, when I was a colonic therapist back in the day, one time a guy came to me and says, I don't really care about getting to colonic. I just want a, a, an expert opinion. Is it safe to use vegetables for anal sex? <laughs> well, I'm not sure. I mean, you're going to have to check that out. Unbelievable. I wanted to, so, I put a thing. I wonder if I can, if I can play this. Uh, we put a thing on, um, maybe, I don't know. We put a thing on Facebook. Uh, are you, you're familiar with Jordan Peterson, right? Mm -hmm. Man, he is, I like this guy, you know, wow. Well, he was wanting us to get vaccinated at one point. Yeah, but he's not any, changed no, he's tune. changed his tune on that one. Now he's changed his oh, tune. Yeah. They want to rehabilitate him. <laughs> well, you know, did you see they're, they want to take away his license now just because they don't like what he's saying? Let me see if oh, I can yeah. bring this up. It'd be fun to play it. Um, I don't know if I can. Probably not. Oh, no, I can't. I was going to get on Facebook and play it, but I can't do that. Oh, wait a minute. I think I can do, I think I can do, yeah, let's go ahead and keep talking, and I think I can uh, figure out how to just do the audio anyway from the other computer. I'll do that. Uh, Anna Bergstrom, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. So let's see. We've had a couple people I wanted to kind of uh, talk about some ideas that they presented that I, I thought was interesting uh, Darko, did you listen to this fellow Darko guy at all? At all? Mm, no, Darko Velichek, Velichek, Darko Velichek. No, no, he was very cool. <clears throat> and yesterday, uh, Varus Ahmad, have you heard him? Oh, you got to listen to some of these guys. Yeah, you'd like them okay. because they're the, the you know they're talking more like Adam than you know, than the other people we've been having on about carnivore and about whatever, you know, stuff like that. And, and, uh, mm -hmm. uh you, you like them, but, um, this Darko fellow, 
Uh, he he suggested that um, um, I'm you know I was telling him because I I had some uh, a little bit of uh, what do you call this stuff in the feet every now and then you get the what do you call it you know you know like a, a pain uh, you know like a Charlie Hart what what is the word for that cramps yeah. Cramps. Yeah, yeah. Not a big deal, just a little bit on the foot, but I kind of asked him about that, and he said, uh, and he said, well, I heard you do a lot of saunas, right? Yeah, he said, you could use some more electrolytes. Why don't you just get a really good sea salt, I mean, really good sea salt, right, just from the ocean, a Celtic salt, or, and I went on, got one from Mexico, and just put that in your water, you know, a teaspoon for a quart of water, right? And, you know, I've been doing that I think for 10 days, and it's almost like I've taken some medicine from God or something. I, have you ever <laughs> messed around with salt like that, Adam? It's really interesting. Uh, everything seems to work better. You know, mm. maybe I was just, you know, low on some kind of mineral electrolytes, you know, with all the sweating that I do. I'm not sure. But sleeping better, um, no cramps, uh, pooping easier. Um, Everything, just with salt, just with salt. Have you ever taken any salt extra like that? Have you ever experimented with it? Only the plain. We used to use sea salt all the time until Ray Pete came along. And oh, yeah, so and we stopped using it after that. Well, what, was his argument? Of, what was his argument? Well, he said it was independable. You, you never knew what was in it, including pollutants and radioactive elements and the Celtic salt and different ones. And so each one was different. If you look at the Himalayan salt, some of it's red, some of it's pink, yeah, some right. of it's different colors. And the same with the uh, Kauai salt. They used When I lived in Kauai, you used to be able to go to the salt bed there and dig your own out of the out right. of the. Uh, where they where the beds were and that became uh people were selling it when it came to the united states they made it illegal because of uh, toxins in it which may or may not have been true the natives you know, used it regularly you know so um, i i went and found one out of colima mexico and they showed the videos and they just they just get it from the ocean right and then they just they don't heat it they don't do anything they just put it dry it out in the sun and put it in a bag and send it to you and it really tastes great, and I like it. I like it a lot. So I've been experimenting with that. Also, you know, one of the great things about um, uh, this carnivore experience that I had, Adam Bergstrom, and ladies and gentlemen of the jury, is that for seven months I didn't eat um, much of anything except animal foods, you know, meat, uh, mostly raw, eggs, uh, goat's milk, butter, fat that's it you know that and some fish you know that's all he did that's it uh no no carbs no no vegetables n nothing and you know i really felt good and feel good so i got kind of a bit of um dogmatic about it because i felt so good and i you know how <laughs> we get as humans we think well this is really really and i think it is a, a great diet I, there's no doubt about it people lose weight and they feel good uh whether or not it's it's uh, the best i don't know you know what I'm saying. So what I about about two or three weeks ago, I thought, well, maybe I'll just kind of uh, expand my horizons a little bit, add a few things, and just to see, just to see, right? Because I don't know, uh, you know, I'm not doing almonds anymore, and so I started soaking almonds, 
And the fun thing is, Adam, when you don't do something for about seven months, you can really feel within a couple of hours and even the next day or morning if what you ate worked. Right? You know that. You're very sensitive. You can tell. It's no, no, you don't have to go on the internet to see. You, you know. You know, you just feel it energetically, everything. And I've been doing, oh, maybe five, ten almonds every morning, maybe for a week. And I, I don't feel any difference. In other words, nothing. Uh, I actually feel a little bit, a little stronger with them. I don't know, energetically, but not any, any negative thing whatsoever, you know. So, so I just bless them, and anything that I believe that they had oxalates, I just bless them now and get rid of the oxalates. That's what, that's what we do. We talk to them and say, okay, oxalates, if there's in there, I don't know if they're in there, you're, you're gone. So that's what I do. So I'm doing almonds again. We'll see how it work out, works out. And another thing which I'm very excited about is the other day I was at the, at the grocery store, and I saw they had the, the orange juice back, you know, in the half gallon. And I said, well, I haven't had orange juice for seven months. What do you think, Patrick? Let's try some orange juice, right? <laughs> and it was funny, after I tried it, this fellow yesterday, this Ahmad, he said, man, it's the best thing ever. You know, he's like Ray Pete with orange juice and you. He said, orange juice is like the best thing ever you can do. And, um, and so I've been drinking it, especially in the middle of the <laughs> night if I get up, and it'll put you, it's putting me right back to sleep. I mean... And it tastes like, I can't tell you how good it tastes at two o'clock in the morning to take of fresh orange juice. So that's pretty pretty exciting, you know. um, Some of the benefits. Now you you talk about um, that it really saved your life in a a way, orange juice. Tell your story. In a, in, a, in an actual way. I had all kinds of problems, including edema and uh, uh, a list of things were happening. Oh, easy bleeding, for one. No matter, I took vitamin C when I used to get these patechia and even larger ones called papara. They're spots that just appear. Uh, my mother died of that, actually, because her, her skin turned to jello, basically, and that's where it ends up. So I thought, wow. She right. she didn't start getting those stuff till she was eighty, and here I was getting it at seventy five back then. I think it was twenty fifteen or so, and uh, so I thought I was on the way out because I'd been getting them for ten years. Once I I tried vitamin C supplements, I tried bioflavonoids, nothing worked. When I switched to orange, they all went completely away. Is it's been like right? uh, eight eight years now, not a single patechia. And also I had all kinds of easy bleeding. My gums bled, my butt bled. Uh, I couldn't even touch toilet paper to it without right. putting water on it. What do you suppose it, it is in the orange juice? So any magic, do we know? You know, I, I don't think it, it can't be the bioflavonoids because I tried those. Yeah, yeah. I, it can't be the vitamin C because I tried that. So it's something magical. And I really believe that our uh, scientists don't know what they're talking about, that food actually has prana, a type of energy that right, they talked about. Right, I right. believe in vitalism. There's right. something vital in food. And when they try to make it into chemistry, uh, so they can make it like a machine. I think chemistry is really very messed up and in the stone age of science. Yes, sir. And, and to your point, I mean, uh, oranges got this energetic thing with the sun and, and they're out there on the tree and then they squeeze them. There's all kinds of 
wonderful energetic things going on as signatures and and information from that orange that you're not going to get from sodium ascorbate or whatever you know you're just not gonna i mean it's just like you say you can't make that in a lab it's a god thing uh something magical um it's a god thing that's a good way to put yeah, it yeah. Yeah. so folks if you've never tried really fresh orange juice uh go to the store you know get some organic oranges and squoze them yourself right you can do that and just try and, and uh, experiment with it and see if your body likes it. You may really find some fun things happen. Uh, fun things happen with that orange juice. Go figure. And it tastes I, so good, you know. Ooh. It does. It really saved my life as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I get, my feet were like, waste. one of them particularly got like a waste paper basket. It swelled up so much. Is that right? Huh. Yeah. yeah, and then all the easy bleeding. Uh, oh, I couldn't put one leg down. It was cramped up. And as soon as I started the oranges, they went right down. Oh, right I couldn't down. do a, a semi-lotus posture, which I used to meditate a lot like that. My leg wouldn't go down for several years. And it went down right to it. I think it was a week after I started the oranges. It went right down. Interesting. So to me, they are miracles. Now, it may not work for other people, but whatever. Of course, yeah. Something I wasn't getting in the oranges, and I never really liked oranges. I, I drank it because uh, I drank orange juice because you know it's good for me, uh, once in a while. But it wasn't until I started doing them routinely, uh, and actually I started out doing them both at spleen pancreas time between nine and eleven, 9 in, 11 the morning, in the morning, right? and then twelve thirty, uh, twelve thirty at night, and on sometime in the middle of the night. Oh, so that's why it's doing so well too. Uh, at night or two, three, four in the morning, because that's a good time to have orange juice. Perfect. Twelve, twelve thirty a.m. all the way to noon is orange time. <laughs> Interesting. And how how is it like uh, Ahmad yesterday was talking about the benefits of it uh, with digestion? It it really, I can feel it at night. Now the stomach really likes it. You would think that sweet sugar or acid but no something's good with it and i never noticed it before when i was doing it you know that's the fun thing about getting off of it you know for six months and then doing it again and saying wow that really feels good down there you know before i didn't even notice it because you know we do things every day and you don't notice it now it definitely helps digestion no doubt about it but particularly though it's best to take it by itself because otherwise it becomes alkaline in the stomach and if you're digesting food with your stomach acid you don't want an alkaline stomach when you eat other food with it other uh, other food turns alkaline in the small intestine it doesn't do it in the stomach but oranges are very peculiar and lemons uh, oranges probably are the worst to combine putting a little lemon on your fish or something like that or avocado isn't going to really hurt anything if you use small amounts of it but oranges seem to be the worst for whatever reason and grapefruit it's best to avoid it because you don't know what they're doing and they were genetically created about 300 years ago 400 years ago maybe they're the newest in the citrus family (laughs) so uh, uh, late at night after you've eaten long time or in the morning before you eat is a perfect time for orange juice. Right? Perfect time. Perfect. Uh, perfect. Hmm. Yeah, any time, lung time, uh, three to five, uh, large intestine time, five to seven. And then stomach time, we usually have our breakfast. And then spleen pancreas time, we have oranges. Sometimes you can have it to heart time too. Sometimes we have it at 1130 or, tw- or 
quarter of 12 even because it also works on the heart and heart meridian is both in the middle of morning and uh the beginning of midday time growth periods are really interesting how those work and how they affect your body basically your tree foods mostly affect from your rib cage on up your gut is your midday foods and then your genitals your liver and a lot of those functional foods that uh, are involved in pooping and things of that nature are nighttime foods so that's fish and that's when i do my fresh oysters at night right my fresh oyster. Perfect time. Yeah. Perfect time. It has a lot of zinc, and Mr. Prostate loves that, right? Zinc and copper, both. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam Bergstrom, as you see here on the screen, the where you find his books, and we recommend you go there now, solartiming.com. And he has how many ebooks, would you say, Mr. B? How many you got? Oh, I think I'm up to well over 40, and I'm now doing Mind Over Matter Journal, which is kind of a combination of mesmerism, uh, propaganda, how to to resist propaganda, and mind hacking. So it's for people who want to really study mind hacking and do it, and that was (laughs) a good time to do it. When when all the corporate jobs are taking over for mom-and-pop businesses, you can go into business for yourself, and all you need is your 10 fingers, and you're in business in your own home, on the road. I made my living riding around in the Greyhound bus and telling people what I did, and then I stopped off at their house, gave them 25% of everybody they brought to me, did seminars, did made a very good living and traveled all around the country on a bus. <laughs> now this Mind Over Matter journal, you can get that at solartiming.com and you just have a, a, a one-time charge for that thing, a monthly or how e- do you? E- each one is 10 bucks basically, ah, 9.99. No problem, no problem. And how- I'm thinking I'm up to number five. I'm already, I've got March out there and I'm working on April right cool. now. I'm ahead of, ahead of schedule. <laughs> My, so this is a great time to get something like that, folks. It's 10 bucks, and uh, uh, going to help you uh, stay out of the matrix, right? I'm also putting out a glossary called Woke Words for a Wicked World. <laughs> That's going to be out soon, maybe, uh, maybe before next month. Woke Words. Adam Bergstrom, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. We will uh, do a little break here and then and then be back and take some emails. If you have a question for him, and then we're going to also play that Jordan Peterson clip. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. When we get back, uh, it is uh, 10 minutes before 11 o'clock Central Time. But you can call too, 888-663-6386. Well, doing a lot of fun things here. I'm quite excited about this entire uh, X3 program that we're doing. Uh, uh, And I started doing it every morning now, and I really like that because I'm stronger in the morning, right? Sugar in the morning, sugar in the evening, sugar at supper. I'm stronger in the morning because I am. I don't know why. So uh, you have this, uh, these uh, um, latex bands and then this iron bar that you can see if you're on video. And if you can't, you can see it when you go on their website. And then you use this uh, variable resistance. And there's about um, uh, 10 different body parts that we do, five each day. And uh, for example, this morning I did a deadlift 
you do a deadlift and you're standing on this plate and you you know you come up uh, on the uh, um, uh, you know you come up and then I do an overhead press and then so you you're standing on this iron plate and then these bands and you can depending on how strong you are as you get stronger you can increase the size of the band so you're not going to run out of you know you're never going to get the biggest one is like this one. You'd have to be a gorilla to get move that thing. <laughs> you'd have to be like Charles Atlas. But anyway, like on the on the, on the overhead press, you're doing this right, and then you're doing this. And you get up here, and then you have pressure all over your shoulders, your biceps, everything, and then you come down like this, and then you don't take the pressure off, and it's pretty cool. Adam and Ray Pete used to talk about, and he can give you the fancy words for that, where you're actually um, putting pressure on the muscle up and down. It's different from weights, uh, uh, where weights, uh, you have a lot of pressure in the joints and stuff. So it's pretty, pretty, pretty different. So check that out. It's on uh, oneradionetwork.com. You can look for just the X3 emblem and click on it. Uh, no promo code. I think it's about 500 bucks, but this is a lifetime. This is not going anywhere. These bands will last you a lifetime. They're not going to break. And if they were, they're just not going to. There's no uh, petroleum products in the a latex. Uh, so this is a lifetime exercise program that you can do. If you go to 144, uh, you can just keep doing it and you'll just keep getting stronger and stronger. And you don't get sore, which is amazing. Amazing, Grace. You just don't get sore. X3, and one of the cool things about it is you can, if you'd like, you can... Um, Mm. do payments, do six months or 12 months for 500 bucks. And it's uh, through a little thing called a firm. Uh, very quick. It takes you like two minutes to do it. You're approved. Boom. Uh, they'll send you it. And then you start paying monthly payments. So if you don't have the 500 bucks, like I didn't, and you know, I just put it on, you know, I just put it on payment thing. There you go. On one radio network.com. First thing we do in the morning is we turn on our hydrogen machine and we make two quarts of hydrogen-rich water with our hydrogen machine, our favorite, called Holy Hydrogen. Use promo code 1RADIO for $100 off. We think this technology is the best out there that we know of. Um, there's no lie. There's no uh, draining. There's no um, maintenance on this unit one of the reasons why we switched over. And also, um, um, they also finance it as well through the same people, different company, because who, who, these days, you know, you don't have $2,000 lying around. If you do, great. But you can also finance it over 12 months, which is the way I purchased mine, because I, you know, whatever. And then what we do, you make the hydrogen water, takes about 30 minutes, and then we put the hydrogen water in um, this, this, this container, glass, <clears throat> and then we put our sulfur in there, and then we put our little teaspoon in there, and now we're starting to put some bamboo uh, from, from a Shen Blossom that we're gonna talk about because I'm on, I've just begun Operation Natural Hair Color and we have a whole program I'm doing, and um, yeah, we're going back, back to the day. Um, so 
then you can just make the water and then you put it in two, um, two things like this and then you drink the hydrogen water and then you breathe the gas whenever you get a chance, uh, put it by your office or wherever you can. You breathe the gas and boy, you really, tremendous benefits from hydrogen. It's like crazy benefits. Crazy benefits. Crazy, mazy benefits. And, and, and I know, and I don't want to speak badly about anybody. I don't want hydrogen pellet karma, but uh, these pellets that they are selling out there for hydrogen, uh, there's just no, no evidence that these things give you anything that's worthwhile. Uh, they just don't. Sorry. You know, what can I say? Okay, so those are two things that you can figure out. You drink the hydrogen and, oh, and one quick one here before we go back with Mr. B is Fred Dashevsky. The Real World of Money is here on the first Wednesday. Fred will be here next Wednesday. And if you see what's going on uh, with money printing, these babies are all over it, uh, around the world. Uh, the dollar, in our opinion, is as strong as it's going to be ever. I just can't retain its strength with the amount of money that's being printed. They're still sending billions to old Zelensky, who's uh, giving it to his mom and buying homes. And do you see that with Zelensky? I mean, he fired like 10 people because they were just stealing all, well, they've been stealing this money from the beginning. It's just one big money laundering operation. And, and they just keep printing the money and borrowing it. It's nuts. So uh, gold and silver is a really nice way to hedge your, 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 uh, you know, your dollars, 800-878-2646. You're just not going to go wrong, folks. I mean, we don't make any predictions about where gold and silver is going, but uh, it just in my opinion, there's not investment advice. There's no way it's going to go down any significant thing and stay there from where it is today. Just not going to happen. Uh, just can't. Uh, the dynamics and the mathematics just aren't there. So it's a nice way to get involved. Uh, he'll work with you. He's a good man, ethical. He was Andrew Goss's partner forever. 800, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, 800-878-2646. I got a little thing in my lungs are coming out. Uh, so I cough from time to time, but don't mind me. I'm not dying. 800-878-2646. Uh, <laughs> from the Hill Country in Texas, this is one radionetwork.com. You know, Adam Bergstrom, that's such a great thing to really remember. And I, I remind myself, and, and I, I understand it, and all the emails I get, that whenever we get a little thing, like I got a little thing in my lungs right now, it's like, <laughs> you know, something's coming out. Yeah, I don't have anything. I didn't catch anything. I, there's nothing wrong with me. It's coming out, right? There's a rash. It's coming out. Uh, snot is coming out. Uh, there's nothing wrong with this, you know. We, this whole idea that we catch something and it's just weird, you know. It's just... Elimination is important. In fact, that's how I get rid of any cramps I have. You just go and urinate, and the bladder will yeah. take care yeah, of cramps. Yeah, you told me so. that. Yeah, too. I want to play this thing for you. Uh, th th this is on our faceplant thing, and I love this guy Peterson, man. Check him out. Uh, I think I'm just going to play the audio. I, uh, we should be able to hear. It. Let's see. Let me turn it up. Let's see. Everyone listening, you, should, you bloody well better listen to this, people, because we're entering a situation where the universities themselves are required to ensure that your physicians and your psychologists are of a particular political stripe 
which essentially means radically left, not just left, but radically left, like social justice, full, woke, critical racist theory, oppressive, patriarchal, narrative, feminist, left wing, <laughs> or the institution itself will not be allowed to train physicians or psychologists. And I know that sounds like a conspiracy theory, and well, go look it up for yourself and see if it's true because it's true right down to the last word. And so if you Canadians, you think you're gonna be served well by craven political ideologues who are primarily selected to be physicians on the basis of their political purity, you've got a bloody another thing coming. That didn't work out so well in Eastern Europe. Let me tell you, it's not gonna work out very well for us either. And so part of the reason I'm willing to make this battle public is to try to alert people to the fact that we're a hell of a lot farther down this road than we think. Whoa. I like this guy, man. <laughs> yeah, he's interesting. Jordan Peterson. Um, and uh, he's, he's a PhD psychologist, you know, and uh, uh, he, I think he's out of Canada originally, and they're, they're, they're taking away his license because they don't like him saying stuff like that. That's right. They don't like anybody saying things like that. <laughs> now they're taking away licenses in California, and the new thing is ICLEI, of course, which is that the United Nations has already taken over the United States for three uh, decades. Yeah. You've probably seen, anytime you see mixed-use housing, that's the United Nations or the Sustainability Project. In fact, what they're doing now is luring people into Florida, which is the most United Nations uh, pervaded state in the union. They brag about it. Really? No, I thought DeSantis is doing good things and kicking the WHO out. Where do you get that where you think Florida is uh, embedded in the United Nations? Where does that come from? Because you, because they brag about it. Who does? If see my blog that I wrote uh, maybe uh, two, two blogs back. Uh, they brag about Who's it. They, they have the sustainability. The United Nations. Ickley. You familiar with Ickley? No, I don't know Ickley. Who's Ickley? Read a book by Rosa Corey, and I think oh, she was yeah. eliminated. Yeah, I know Corey. I know of her, right? See, Agenda 21. Right. Agenda 2030. Nation. Yeah, that's the active one. 2030 is a fake. The 2030 is to divert people off of Agenda 21, which is taking over the entire century. And then they hit Agenda 2050 and have substituted it with a video game and all kinds of things. That's the Rockefeller plan to take over the world. Wow. And Ickley, is, it's, in, it's in Austin. It's not in Dripping Springs, I look, but it's all over Austin. What all is those Ickley? mixed housing. What is Ickley? Ickley is actually the sustainability project, okay. and the, don't ask me for the initials about okay, it. That's but right. uh, basically, uh, this is Ickley. No, I understand. I, I know you're right on Austin. Uh, Agenda 21, you know, we did a couple shows on Agenda 21, Adam, and the guy explained it very clearly. I should put it back up on the front page and, and refresh people because they go into, you know, the. Uh, they go into cities like Austin and everywhere, and they give them money, and they, you know, the money comes from God knows where a source and all these gates, who knows, and then they, they get the city council people to do whatever they want, right? Green New Deal, uh, smart cities, smart meters. Um, uh, Austin is is buying up hotels and and then putting the homeless people in there. 
that are turning into crack houses, right? So they put the homeless people, can you imagine putting 100 people into a hotel out in the middle of nowhere? You, you, what's gonna happen? You know, what they're gonna do? I mean, this is what's going on. And then they get in the school boards too, right? They get in the school boards. And they want what their plan is is to drive everybody out of their homes. Anyone who has chickens or farming right. will be illegal. And here in Santa Barbara, they're buying up vast tracts of land that they say, "Well, you can visit it." In other words, they bring in uh, people from the ghettos in L.A. and you can visit, but you can't stay there. Oh no, because they're owned acres and acres of land. In fact. I, I've started reading, let's see if I can find it here. Uh, I used to see these things for the, the big buyouts they're doing in Santa Barbara, uh, where, they're, where it looks like a good project, they're saving the land. Right. But this is all part of the United Nations, oh, because yeah. I underlined and read part of it, and to my amazement, Ickley is buried in it, and the United Nations is in all over Santa Barbara, all over Carpinteria. It's only 10,000 people there, and they're everywhere, and basically, it's the plan to get us off our land and into the city. Smart cities. Oh, into the city. With, yeah, into the city. That's what they want, right? And they're already starting it where you're not allowed. You have to have a passport to go from one part of town to another I part. I saw that in Europe. They're calling them 15-minute cities, right? And in Chile, and it's starting in the United States, too. They're not quite cracking down on it yet because they want to get us used to it. You know, it's boiling the frog in the water. You yeah. do it really slowly, and nobody notices. And nobody have noticed. You know, we go back, so we know what it was like to drive without seat belts, sure. to drive without airbags, to, uh, to not have inspections and smog and, and have... All of these freedoms that they take away one at a time, and they have this regulation, that regulation, and we don't have freedom now. And the illusion that Congress is running this country, it just is a diversion. The it United is. Nations has taken over this country. Yes, sir. And, and do we know who's like the big dudes at the top of the food chain of the UN? Is it just the, the usual suspects? Bankers, big pharma, money guys? John Taylor Gatto described it. It's a... Uh, when the the people behind it are actually a micro mob, a micro Gustav Lebov wrote, wrote that when people get in a mob, they lose their sense of individuality and become part of the mob. The community is what they want us to think. Right. So think of the madness that happens in a large mob. It happens in small mobs. When the French Revolution started, guess who voted it in? Basically, the nobles had a meeting and voted their power away and gave it to the mob. Now, the, how's that insanity? We're going <laughs> to vote our power away so you can guillotine a bunch of us. That's right. Yeah, well, that makes sense to me. The person ruling the world is not a person. It's a micro mob. All of these elites that are gathering at Davos and at the United Nations, they're basically become one giant being. And if one of them Suppose Bill Gates or Klaus Schwab says, I'm not going along with this. You think he's going to live or you think he's not going to be impeached or whatever they're going to do to him or assassinated, uh, scandal comes up or whatever. It's become a thing on its own. 
And people have to realize they are fighting a micro mob. They are not fighting an individual. Right. Bill Gates doesn't have the power. Klaus Schwab is an agent of Henry Kissinger. And even Kissinger doesn't have the power. The power is in the micro mob that has been created and people allow them to rule over us, take our individuality away and be part of the community. In that article that I just flashed up there, community I circle community, community, community. Anytime you hear that, and even even at the farmer's market, one of the farmers said, oh, this sheriff's okay. He's a community-oriented guy. That's United Nations right there. Well, as soon as you hear that magic right? they, they always refer to Obama as a community organizer. Yeah. Yep, it takes a village. <laughs> yeah, oh, it takes a village, yeah. That's the trick, the global village. Marshall McLuhan warned us about it. And every time you see village, community, uh, you're seeing the United Nations at work. They have really uh, t stolen this country already since Clinton. Oh, yeah. That's when I first way noticed back, that. Way back. And uh, I, I, I believe it was proven out that virtually all the school boards that were doing the whole masking and the kids and all this, this was all a UN operation where they would give the school boards money. They'd only give them money if they did what they said. And that's why parents would go up in front of the school boards and the school boards would just go, you know, the parents would freak out and they had a whole room full. I don't want to mask my kid, but they didn't do it. You know, it's interesting. I, I know a lady who I met at the farmer's market who was so incensed at what was going on with the dripping spring school board that she ran and she won and she's, She's in there, and I'm going to text her and ask her if she if there's influence trying to influence her and what they're doing at the school board. It'll be interesting. I'll let you know. I'm with uh, both David Knight and John Taylor Gatto. We need to get rid of the coerced government schooling. It's unconstitutional from the beginning. Oh, it's terrible. We don't need government schooling, and we don't need them to tell us that Columbus did this or someone did that. We need to decide because you can get a wrong answer on a school and it, the wrong answer is often is the right answer. <laughs> yeah, I, I got you. Um, let's see, uh, let's see some emails here. Um, hi guys, um, my mom had a bout with dizzy spells a couple of years ago. She ended up going to the emergency room over this and of course they found nothing wrong with her she was not dehydrated. She actually drinks a lot of water. They ran a bunch of tests and sent her home with no answers. I told her about um, about putting salt in the water. And it's interesting, Patrick talking about, I suggested that she just had a pinch of sea salt to her water a couple of times a day. She hasn't had dizzy spells since. Well, there you go. And you could do more than a pinch uh, to this emailer. I don't, I don't do medical advice, but I'm doing a teaspoon per quart. And... Uh, and you know what's interesting too with the salt, thanks for the email, but she hasn't had dizzy spells. I wonder, who knows what the salt could be doing there. Yeah. Oranges got rid of mine. That was another symptom yeah. I had. Have her drink some orange juice too, babe. Have her drink some orange juice, yeah. In, in 2015, I thought I was out of it. Then of course I increased my salt content and my sugar content. So <laughs> well, yeah. both of those. You, you do both, right? You do. I do lots of sugar. We do lots of salt. You know, we that's another everything. thing I've started in the last couple of weeks is doing uh, more. Um, I, I like coconut sugar, right? Just coconut sugar. And um, 
I like it. You know, I feel good with it. I don't, you know, there's something good about it. So we need sugar, don't we? I buy mine in 50-pound bags. So, <laughs> so there's a lot of sugar Nazis out there because sugar is easy. I, I shouldn't say Nazi, but sugar is an easy one to denigrate because everybody thinks sugar is bad. I mean, it's easy to say, oh, well, sugar will kill you. But what is, you know, people that are new to your work, what's your Adam Bergstrom's take on sugar? Well, we need it to survive. <laughs> but but you can do it through fruit and carbohydrates sure. and things of other ways, too. But it's a medicine, too. It gets rid of bed sores. It gets rid of all kinds of problems. And when I had abscesses, the sugar worked to get rid of them. I also would use, if I had a really serious abscess, I would use aloe, I would use thieves oil and a couple of other things. But for sugar would work in most cases. And I used to have a lot of abscesses because I did the wrong things with my teeth at yeah, one point. Ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, so, but the sugar, uh, sugar works. Any kind of infection, they used to use that for all kinds of infections, both in the teeth and in the entire body. And you could just put sugar on wounds or honey on wounds. It was a little messier. Uh, and bed sores would go magically away. Interesting. And Ray Pete, for you know what it's worth, the late Ray Pete, he was a big sugar fan. He was not afraid of sugar. Not afraid of sugar. He he bought his sugar in fifty pound bags too. I, at that time, I didn't even know you could do that. I was buying mine in twenty five pound bags at first, and finally, Smart and Final got the fifty pound bags in. So that's what we get now. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. And See, they, anything cheap is bad That's but right. drugs and supplements that cost you like a $49 a bottle or something like that that's what they want but fat is cheap sugar is cheap salt is cheap oh heaven they got to be bad for you because they're natural we don't want you to take anything natural we want you to eat bugs and laboratory grown meat <laughs> it's healthy you're for gonna you you're going to eat bugs and you'll like it um, uh, this fellow you yes, will eat sea bugs and, and you, you will you, like you it. will like them this fellow, uh, uh, um, if I can get his name right. Anyway, uh, yesterday, he, um, let me get his name here, Varus Ahmad. We were talking about almonds, and he gave a little recipe that I'm going to try. He said it's like magic serotonin uh, third eye stuff. So what he does is he, and I'm going to get the exact recipe, but he, he he um, grind, he soaks almonds and he grinds them up, and he mixes the fat. You know the fat from the uh, those coconuts. You know the white coconuts. You know they they call them the fresh coconuts. You can just scoop out the fat, and he he mixes those together and gets this kind of a hummus consistency. And then he puts a probiotic in there and let it cook for about four hours. He said it's the most magical thing he's ever eaten ever. Isn't that crazy? This guy, he's written about 10 books. I mean, he's really, he's a Sufi. He was a Sufi when he was a kid. He's very aware. Yeah, I think you'll like his stuff. Um, I'm going to try that. I don't, uh, have you ever used those? Uh, we used to use those raw coconuts all the time when we did smoothies. I never have liked coconut except the coconut water when I was yeah, down in Yalapa, Mexico. You get the water out of those, yeah. Just crack them open yeah. and drink the water, make smoothies. When I had the Aztec two-step, it, it worked. It helped me a lot. Yeah. I had a serious case of Aztec two-step yeah, down Aztec there. Aztec two-step. 
visited my friend. By the way, the, she's reopened the only solar restaurant in the world in Yalapa, Mexico now, down by down by Puerto Vallarta. Who has? My friend Christina Ponzo. I've known her for a long time, since 1980, actually, and I've been down to Yalapa a couple of times. Uh, in fact, she, she nursed me back to health because I got, she said the, at that time, the worst case of aesthetic two-step she ever saw. <laughs> my my urine was thicker than my feces. That's how bad it was. Whoa, whoa. I, I really thought I was going to die. <laughs> and when I came back, my digestion was so messed up, I ate... Uh, one over one quart of mayonnaise every two days. And one quart. What did the what did the just, what did the mayonnaise do? Soothed my digestion, which was so messed up after that. Really, really messed up. So I ate that much mayonnaise for about a month. I ate jars and jars of it. Just ate it plain out of the bottle. And what's the ingredients of mayonnaise? It would be it's eggs and oil, right? Yeah, and chemicals, but, uh, you know, it just suited my stomach. It probably wasn't good for me, but uh, I was so messed up with my digestion, and uh, I couldn't really eat anything solid for a long time right. down there. Yeah. Hmm. Hi, Patrick, what's the cost of 10 pounds of sulfur? Oh, it's a sulfur guy. I'll, I'll get to them after the show. Um, what's Enjoying the show, what states are good states to live in? Well, I mean, you know, you you don't know these days what what's going on. As Adam said, even in Florida, the UN is in there doing their thing. Obviously, you want to. I think. I mean, I would I would do like Florida, Texas, uh, Oklahoma, Tennessee, um, uh, North Dakota. They have their own bank there, Bank of North Dakota. Um, I don't know. You know, at least in Florida. If you're a renter or a or a short time buyer. But eventually they've got it to, they're taking over all the land in Florida to drive you into the city. But right now, this is the time to be. If, if you have the flexibility to travel around, then yeah. Florida's okay. Sure, sure. But if you plan long-term investment in Florida, guess what? They're driving, they're going to be the first to open the uh, smart cities, even before California. Christine Nome in North Dakota and also DeSantis, they're passing a law that are not allowing China to buy any land, any more land in Florida and in North Dakota. I saw that. That's because the United Nations is buying it all. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know about that. No. Yeah, but okay. that's good. I mean, DeSantis is... Uh, oh, he's, uh, he's he's the cleanest dirty shirt. I mean, right, what are you going to do, right? <laughs> that's a good way to describe it, yeah. yeah. He's, one of, the, he's, he's yeah. My, one of my favorite villains. Yeah. All, all politics is performance art, but you might as well go with the best shot you got, you know what I mean? 